Elon. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Musk, SpaceX completed the successful wet dress rehearsal for the Starship Super Heavy rocket down at Boca Chica, Texas. Now, SpaceX has once again made headlines with its recent successful wet dress rehearsal test for the Starship vehicle. And this is an important milestone, which they conducted on January 23rd, 2023. And it brought the company one step closer to its first orbital flight test, which is expected in late February or March of this year. Now, a wet dress rehearsal is a crucial pre-launch test designed to simulate every aspect of a rocket launch, except for the engine ignition and the liftoff. And the WDR test for the Starship vehicle involved fueling and a countdown to T-10. Its successful completion is a major achievement for SpaceX. In addition to the WDR, SpaceX has also set the stage for record-breaking static fire of the Starship booster. The rocket successfully completed a complex fueling test and launch rehearsal earlier this month, paving the way for the static fire. SpaceX's wet dress rehearsal test is significant for several reasons. Firstly, it demonstrates the company's commitment to ensuring the safety and reliability of its launches. And the wet dress rehearsal simulates the various stages of a launch, from fueling to countdown allowing SpaceX to identify and address any potential issues before liftoff. Secondly, the successful completion of the wet dress rehearsal brings SpaceX one step closer to its goal of providing reliable and affordable access to space. The Starship vehicle is being developed to eventually replace all of SpaceX's current vehicles and provide low-cost, reusable spacecraft for a variety of missions, including crewed missions to the Moon, Mars, and beyond. Finally, the WDR test is also a testament to the company's technological capabilities and expertise. The development of the Starship vehicle is a complex and challenging project, and the successful completion of the WDR demonstrates the skill and dedication of the SpaceX team. Now, the future of the Starship vehicle is in question at this point, but with the successful completion of the WDR test and the upcoming static fire, SpaceX is poised for a breakthrough year in 2023. The company's focus on reliability and affordable access to space combined with its cutting-edge technology makes it a leader in the space industry. And as SpaceX continues to make strides in the development of the Starship vehicle, it is likely that we will see many more exciting achievements in the months and years to come. The company's goals of enabling human exploration and settlement of other planets is an ambitious one. But with a successful completion of the wet dress rehearsal test, it is clear that SpaceX is well on its way to realizing this vision. So SpaceX's recent wet dress rehearsal test is a major milestone in the company's ongoing efforts to provide reliability and affordable access to space. This is a successful test of the technological capabilities of this rocket, and the commitment going forward will be a 33-engine static fire of Booster 7. NASA and its mission partners are gearing up for a busy 2023 with crew launches and returns to the International Space Station. NASA worked closely with its international partners and commercial crew providers Boeing and SpaceX 
to secure new launch dates for the upcoming flights that are optimal for the space station's needs. Now let's get into some Starliner flight date targets. NASA and Boeing are targeting April of 2023 for the agency's crew flight test, the CFT, which is the first flight with astronauts on the company's CST-100 Starliner. The date adjustment deconflicts visiting spacecraft traffic at the space station as NASA and Boeing work together to achieve flight readiness for this vehicle. And the team continues to make progress towards Starliner's crewed flight following the successful uncrewed orbital flight test to the OFT-2 to the space station in May. And Starliner and ULA's Atlas V rocket hardware remain on track for readiness in early 2023. The joint team continues to close out the OFT-2 anomalies and partners closely together to identify forward work and ensure all requirements for crewed flight are met. NASA and Boeing currently are working on a variety of verification efforts across several critical systems that will be used for Starliner's crew flight certification. For CFT, Boeing recently completed the exterior of the Starliner crew module with the installation of the forward heat shield and entry cover. The previously flown crew module named Calypso will be connected to a new service module later this year. And formal qualification testing of the CFT version of Starliner's flight software was completed last month. NASA astronauts Barry Butch Wilmore and Sonny Williams, CFT's commander and pilot respectively, and Mike Fink, a backup spacecraft test pilot, along with the Boeing team, also successfully completed the crew validation test during which the astronauts suited up and tested out the pressurized crew module to ensure seat fit, suit functionality, cabin temperature, audio systems, and day of launch operations. Now, the CFT astronauts will live and work at the space station for about two weeks. And following a successful crewed flight, NASA will work to complete certification of the Starliner spacecraft and systems for regular crew rotation missions to the space station. A launch date for NASA's Boeing Starliner 1 mission will be determined following a successful flight test with astronauts and close out any of the agency's certification work. SpaceX flight date targets. NASA and SpaceX are targeting mid-February 2023 for launch of the agency's Crew-6 mission to the International Space Station. Now, a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket will launch Dragon and NASA astronauts Stephen Bowen and Woody Hoberg, UAE astronaut Sultan Alnyadia, and Roscosmos cosmonaut Andrei Fedyev to the space station from Launch Complex 39A at NASA's Kennedy Space Center in Florida. And the crew will spend approximately six months on the space station, starting with a short handover with Crew 5, which arrived at the station in October for a science expedition at the Microgravity Laboratory. SpaceX certification and Falcon 9 hardware remain on track for the sixth crew rotation mission of the company's human space transportation system and its seventh flight with NASA astronauts, including the Demo-2 test flight to the space station. The Crew-6 mission will be Dragon Endeavor's fourth flight to the space station, which previously supported the Demo-2, Crew-2, and Axiom mission, the AX-1 missions, making the spacecraft the fleet leader in number of flights to and from the space station. The Dragon spacecraft currently is undergoing refurbishment at SpaceX's Dragonland facility at Cape Canaveral Space Force Station in Florida, 
NASA and SpaceX are also targeting fall 2023 for the launch of the agency's Crew-7 mission to the ISS, ahead of the return of Crew-6. This show is brought to you by... Now let's get back to the show. And NASA and Boeing recently completed a full start-to-finish integrated mission dress rehearsal for the company's CST-100 Starliner flight with astronauts to the International Space Station, which is scheduled to launch in April of 2023. The flight crew test, or the FCT, will launch NASA astronauts Barry Butch Wilmore and Sonny Williams on Starliner atop a United Launch Alliance Atlas V rocket from Launch Complex 41 at Cape Canaveral Space Force Station as part of the company's commercial crew program. Now, during several days at Boeing's Avionics and Software Integration Lab in Houston, the ASIL mission rehearsal, the AMR, combined tests of software and crew systems along with operation teams. The completion of the end-to-end mission rehearsal clears a path to the next CFT milestones, including working with the crew and flight controllers on various integrated failure scenarios and a series of flight day parameter updates that will become available as the team nears launch day. Now, testing is a key component to the success of a human space program, says NASA Commercial Crew Program Software Certification Manager Chad Schaefer, and also said the AMR and the integrated failure scenarios are excellent examples of the rigorous testing teams are performing on Starliner. The rehearsal went well and reflects the continued improvement in executing this test and helps pave the way to the much-anticipated first crewed flight. During this rehearsal, Wilmore and Williams, along with fellow astronaut Mike Fink, worked through mission milestones in coordination with mission operations teams located inside flight control rooms at NASA's Johnson Space Center. Starliner engineering teammates also supported from Boeing's Mission Control Center located in Florida. And the crew members worked in a flight deck scenario with a simulator network to control rooms and avionics operating the same software that will be used during CFT. And they effectively demonstrated the software is ready to operate Starliner during pre-launch, launch, docking to the space station, undocking, and the return to Earth through landing. The AMR provided end-to-end testing of hardware configuration, software communications, preparation configuring hardware and software, routing communications channels, and mapping simulated sensor data. Similar testing was performed on the OFT-2 uncrewed mission in early 2022. We began conducting AMRs with the creation of OFT-2, and the integrated team has continued to get more efficient with each rehearsal, says Aaron Kraftcheck, who's Starliner Avionics Software Integration and Test Manager. And they also said, with the participation of our astronauts in the CFT AMR, We have enhanced the team dynamics and continued to learn and adjust, which is what AMR is all about. There's some really cool news coming from the Perseverance rover on Mars right now. Less than six weeks after it began, construction of the first sample depot on another world is complete. Confirmation that NASA's Perseverance Mars rover successfully dropped the 10th and final tube planned for the depot was received around 5 p.m. Pacific time Sunday, January 29th 
by mission controllers at the agency's Jet Propulsion Laboratory in Southern California. And this major milestone involved precision planning and navigation to ensure that the tubes could be safely recovered in a future mission by NASA and ESA which aims to bring Mars samples to Earth for closer study, similar to what they did with the moon rocks. Now, throughout its science campaigns, the rover has been taking a pair of samples from rocks the mission team deems significantly scientific. One sample from each pair taken so far now sits in the carefully arranged depot in the Three Forks region of Jezero Crater, and the depot samples will serve as a backup set while the other half remain inside Perseverance which would be the primary means to convey samples to a sample retrieval landing. Now, mission scientists believe the igneous and sedimentary rock cores provide an excellent cross-section of the geologic processes that take place in Jezero shortly after the crater's formation almost 4 billion years ago. And the rover also deposited an atmospheric sample and what's called a witness tube, which is used to determine if samples being collected might be contaminated with materials that traveled with the rover from Earth. The titanium tubes were deposited on the surface in an intricate zigzag pattern, with each sample about 10 to 50 feet apart from one another to ensure they could be safely recovered. Adding time to the depot creation process, the team needed to precisely map the location of each 7-inch long tube and glove combination so that the samples could be found even if covered with dust. And the depot was on flat ground near the base of the raised fan-shaped ancient river delta that formed long ago with the river flowed into a lake there. And NASA said, with the Three Forks Depot and a rearview mirror, Perseverance is now headed up the delta. Rick Welch said that, also said, will make our ascent via the Hawksbill Gap and uh, that they previously explored. And once we pass the geologic um, unit, the science team calls Rocky Top, we will be in new territory and begin exploring the Delta Top. Great news from the Perseverance rover. Hopefully we can get a sample return mission and we can get those samples back here to Earth for scientists and engineers to study what's going on up there on the Red Planet. Hey, thanks for listening today. I really do appreciate your support. And if you could, just take a second and hit the subscribe button or the follow button on whatever podcast platform that you're on right now, because it helps out the show tremendously. Take care of yourselves and each other, and I will see you in the next one.